My name is Andranik Eskandarian, and you are listening to Tim Melly Talk. Salam, Khoshabadi. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Tim Melly Talk. I'm your host, Artif Zakhari. It is great to have you with us for this special edition. And for this edition of Tim Melly Talk, I'm actually excited to be on the phone with Eric Midgarden, starting midfielder for Mion Dalen of the Norwegian First Division. I'm sure you all know that he was a teammate. Of course, he's a current teammate of... Iranian goalkeeper Sosha Makani. Eric, welcome to Team Ellie Talk. It is really great to have you with us. How you doing? Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Once again, appreciate, appreciate, appreciate you taking the time to join us. And, you know, we're going to go ahead and just get started. I mean, of course, we'll get to the obvious things. Um, unfortunately, me and Dalin were unable to make it to the top flight of Norwegian football, but they did have a successful season. We'll get back to that though. And Eric, right now you are currently in your third spell with me Dalin. So would you say that me Dalin is a very special uh, football club for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been there uh, in three different periods. Uh, it's always a nice place to come back to. Uh, I, uh, I enjoy it there. The people are great, and yeah, I uh, so far I played my best football there. So yeah, I like it. You know, when I when I took a look at some of the highlights and I look at pictures of the stadium where you guys play, I mean, naturally, it's compared to other stadiums, it's smaller. But what can you tell me about the Miondalen supporters? Uh, when you when you mentioned the stadium in my first spell at the club, there was a, the club was a totally different place, and in than it is now. Uh, then it was an amateur club uh, with a old, old stadium. So they uh, rebuilt a new stadium in 2012, I think it was. And uh, with uh, a better stadium, it uh, became more supporters. And uh, this year, I think uh, the Mjöndalen supporters have been maybe the best in the league. Uh, and they are really supportive. They are really loyal. And they, uh, yeah, they attend every home and away match in in uh, yeah and many numbers so i think maybe they're one of the the greatest supporters uh, in the in this league awesome it's really great to hear i think we all know you know the supporters do a lot for you do a lot for football clubs and i'm glad that Mjöndalen did play some very good quality football this season and you know that gets me into my next question and as you know unfortunately uh, you and your teammates were unable to make it to the top flight of norwegian football you did make it to the playoffs uh, against Yerv. But, so aside from the playoff loss to Yerv, uh, would you say that this was a very successful season for you? Uh, no, I won't because uh, we were in the top flight last year and we got relegated. So our ex- expectations was to, to go up again. Um, and I think we have... We we struggled a little bit in the in the start of the season, uh, although we had, uh, in my opinion, we have one of the best teams in the league. Uh, in the last part of the season, we did quite well. Uh, we didn't lose any home games, and we managed to to get ourselves into the playoffs. Uh, although we wished for something more, uh, we're not that satisfied with the with the playoff. We were. Hoping to to get uh, promote promotion, but uh, unfortunately we we couldn't make it. Well, you know, I like what you're saying. I mean, of course, naturally, when I look at the numbers, I believe you had eight goals this season. Uh, when I saw some of the highlights, Miandalen did put in some per- pretty good performances. But I respect, uh, I really like your answer a lot because you know the goal was promotion, and now just and from here on out, the 
the, the thing on your, I'm sure the thing for your mindset is that, is that you must get promoted. Otherwise the next season also will not be successful. Uh, yeah, that's what we're hoping for. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, there's a good chance for, uh, getting promoted in the next season. Uh, we should may, make it this year, but, uh, like I said, we were struggling a little bit in the first part of the season, so uh, maybe next year, we'll hope. Well, I definitely hope you guys will, will make it. And, you know, one thing about the playoffs is that, you know, what I want to know is when you look at, when you when you realize the route from, you know, to, to get to the top flight of Norwegian football, of course, the teams that finish in the top two get automatic, get automatic promotion. That's what you always want. But, I mean, did you have that feeling where you got into the playoffs and it looked like it was a huge mountain to climb? Because I believe you had to win, I think, two matches, I mean, two legs against two different teams, and then you would have had to play it against the team that finished third to last from the top flight of Norwegian football. I believe it's called the Tipe Legan. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, actually, the league is quite special because there's uh, 16 uh, teams in the league and there's four teams getting relegated, So, which means it's 25% uh, of the clubs is getting rele- relegated. And also there's six spots at the top where you can get promotion to the Tip Liga, uh, two automatic, uh, direct promotion, and there's four teams doing like a, like a cup and the winner of the cup will meet uh, the third bottom from the Tip Liga. So it's quite a, a long route to get promotion if you're in the playoffs. Uh, but we managed to, when we were up in 2015, we actually in 2014 then did the playoff uh, cup series and we won uh, all the matches in the, in, the, in the playoffs and then we got uh, promoted. Uh, so it's, it, uh, it's possible, but it's a hard route. Yeah, of course, it's very similar to any kind of uh, tournament when you're trying to qualify to something. I mean, the playoffs, you know, we, sometimes they, they refer to them as the dreaded playoffs. But, you know, but the thing is, in football, you have no choice. You got to play hard no matter what. And, you know, while we're still on the topic of playoffs, uh, the playoff you had that Mjöndalen had against Yerv had to be suspended because of heavy rain. And it ended up being a two-week break between the halves. I mean, was this one of the most unique experiences for you as a footballer? I mean, I've, uh, for several years I've been talking about a uh, game up north in, in Norway where I played. And uh, uh, the funny thing is in Norway in the in the winter, a lot of snow in the north. And the uh, uh, funny story is that uh, we played, I think it was the last game of the season against Trumstone in uh, 2006, I think it was. And uh, it was snowing so heavily uh, that when the ball was on one side, they started to shovel, shovel the snow on the other side. But since it was... Um, um, snowing so much they could only take the lines so we were playing like on a white pitch but with green lines so they uh, moved uh, the snow from the 5 meter box and the 16 yard box and uh, so I, th- I thought that would be my I have to say oddest uh, experience from a football pitch but now maybe Järvis or the, the Järv game is more the special because uh, it was raining uh, the, the the, oh, uh, the sky just opened and it was uh, raining like uh, raining cats or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it was, I think it was one one Celsius degree Celsius, and it was so cold. And you can imagine with the yeah with the degrees and the the rain and the wind, it was so cold. Uh, it was uh, the pitch was use, uh, useless. Uh, we couldn't move the ball. 
it was just like a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe this Yarv game is uh, more special than the the Trumstalm game uh, in the winter. Awesome. That's you know those are you know the one you just mentioned the, with the snow. That's quite a story. I mean, I just from you telling me that, I wish I could see pictures or find highlights of that somewhere on YouTube. But of course, I'll have to try and do that another another time. And you know, with the game against Yerv, you know, let's talk about a little bit of irony. I mean, the starting keeper for your team, Yondalen, is Sosha Makani, and there was this, of course you had a two week break between those halves and the playoff match against Yerv, and then during that break. Sosha Makani started in goal for the national team of Iran in a World Cup qualifier against Syria. And that game was played in Malaysia. And the field was just just uh, a complete mess. I mean, there was puddles. Of the ball, it was hard for the ball even to move from one part of the field to another. I mean, were, did you actually, were you actually, did you find a way to watch that match? I saw some of the highlights. I didn't watch it all. Uh, like you said, I, I saw uh, the, that the pitch was awful. Uh, the Iranian jerseys were were not white anymore; they were brown, so uh, brown or green. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a special game as well. Uh, I think uh, I think uh, McCartney would uh, were surprised when he had to play two games on the sa- in the same almost same conditions. Uh, so, yeah, I watched I watched a little bit of the highlights. Um, when Sosha made it back to Norway. Did you? Did you and some of the other teammates, you know, have like joke around with him a little bit about his experience? Uh, I, I think uh, I'm not sure what the other did, but I didn't uh, speak to him about the the qualification games. Uh, maybe I should. I was actually I I um, was supposed to to try to contact him because I wanted a a used Iranian jersey. So I I uh, but I forgot it. Uh, I was uh, supposed to tell him that uh, could you bring me a Iranian uh, national team jersey, but I've got it. So maybe next time. Well, that would have been quite the souvenir. And as you said earlier, those jerseys, those shirts were not white. You know, very quickly they turned brown because of the slipping and sliding on that pitch. But you know, that's a whole other uh, different thing to talk about. Okay, and Eric. So one thing I also want to ask you. I mean. I'm sure there's uh, there are some members of your team that have made it. There are some members of your team, Mion that have made appearances for uh, national sides. But was it a little bit? Was it? Were you a little surprised to hear that Sosha Makani was selected to start in goal for Iran? Uh, no, I think he's a good keeper. We didn't know that much about him when he came to the club. Uh, it's uh, Iranian football is not so popular in Norway, uh, and I. I think Norwegian football is not so popular in Iran as well. So I don't. I don't think uh, we knew too much about each other. Uh, but when he, we uh, like got to find out where he, uh, who he is and all that, I think uh, the the guys on the team were like, "Whoa, this is uh, quite a big player." Um, uh, so yeah, um, and of course uh, with his uh, performances on the pitch, you can also see that he's a really really good goalkeeper. So for him starting in uh, in the national team of Iran it's it's, uh, it's no surprise he has uh, had a good season so uh, yeah happy for him all right so you know while we're still on the topic of Sosha Makani you know what can you tell me about him I mean was communication difficult at the beginning when he came to Myondalen uh, no I think uh, he adapted quite well he's a happy uh, happy lad uh, he's uh, joking he's uh, he's uh, smiling he's really really uh, a social guy so that's that uh, made him to suit the team well um, in the locker room as well. He did uh, 
yeah, it's been great. Uh, uh, so I think it was easy for him to come in here. Uh, he speaks quite good English as well. So uh, yeah, he, he adapted well. Uh, the only thing is about about Social McConnell that is he loves perfume. So when he enters the dressing room, it's like you it's like a perfume shop coming in. He is in love with perfume. Uh, that's a fun fact of uh, Social McConnell, which is quite funny. <laughs> And you know, no joke. I'm sure our listeners, when they hear this, you know, there'll be there'll be a lot of laughs. And I had to hold my laugh. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not joking. But awesome, the perfume. I mean, and and of course, you said he likes a joke, and that doesn't surprise me either. Because Sosha Makani, he's a he's a he's a good goalkeeper. He's a good goalkeeper, and he's and at times he's been known to bring attention to himself. But I'm not going to go there. So next, Eric, you know. I'm actually interested in asking another asking you another question about uh, your career so far in playing football, and I see that there was one time in your career where you were loaned out to Flora Tallinn in the Estonian Premier League, and we all know Estonia is definitely not known to be a football hungry nation. So, 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 what can you tell me about your experience of playing football in Estonia? Um, no, I think it was a it was a great spell. I think, uh, although. I was just supposed to be there on loan, and and uh, I was supposed to go somewhere else, which didn't work out. But uh, my spell dur- uh, during my time in uh, Florentine was quite good. Uh, like you say, it's not the uh, biggest football country in uh, in the in Europe, uh, which um, has to do with uh, with maybe some something with the Soviet Union to do, because in Estonia it's uh, basketball and volleyball, which is the most popular sports. Uh, but the football was, uh, I think the football was decent quality. At least the top four uh, best clubs were were uh, good teams. We had a really, really good team and we won the championship. So uh, I have only happy, uh, good things to say about uh, football in Estonia. Although the attendances and the salaries is not, maybe not the best, but it was a, I'd say, great experience for me to play abroad and and uh, the my teammates in Estonia were, yeah, they were like any other teammates. So it was easy to adapt, and yeah, it was a great spell. You know, when I'm taking a look at your your football resume, I see that you've represented Norway at the uh, under 17, under 18, and under 21 level. So my my next question is going back to maybe when you were younger. Is you know growing up and you know discovering that you were that you enjoyed football. Who would, who would you say was one of your most favorite players from the Norwegian national team that you really idolized and you really maybe even modeled your game after a little bit? Difficult to say. I mean, uh, of course, Solskjaer has been a huge inspiring to me. Uh, he wasn't my favorite player, but I liked him as a, as a goal scorer. And of course, he played for my favorite team, Manchester United. So he was, he was a, a, a guy that inspired me. But... Uh, maybe my biggest idol of Norwegian football is uh, Erik Mykland. He played in uh, FC Copenhagen. He played in Panathinaikos uh, and also uh, in Munich. Uh, he was a guy who was a really like a bohemian guy. Uh, he was a playmaker, a creative midfielder, uh, long hair, looked looked like Jesus actually. Uh, he was yeah, he was my favorite Norwegian player because he was so relaxed about everything. You can say almost like he was Norwegian, uh, Norway's uh, Andrea Pirlo. Only uh, Erik Mykland was better than Andrea Pirlo. Okay, well, I'm definitely going to have to check out 
I'm definitely gonna have to check out those highlights. That's for sure. <laughs> so you can say that uh, you can say that Andrea Pirlo is uh, Italian uh, Eric Miklo. The other way around because he was good. He was really really good. All right. Well, hey, I've just made note of that, and I have a few friends who are big fans of the Italian national team, so I definitely have some some news. I have some news to give them. Try to search him up. I'm not. He's not the most famous player, uh, and this was a long time ago. I think it was 20 years ago. So I don't think you will find that much on him on YouTube and uh, or anything. But uh, just trust me. He's uh, he's really really good. He was really really good. Hey, I do trust you. I do believe you, and. You know, we're getting closer to wrapping this up. And Eric, my next question for you is, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you played, you've represented Norway at the youth levels before. And maybe what I want to know is for your goals. I mean, I know, of course, you want to get Mjöndalen promoted back to the top flight of Norwegian football, the Tipilagen. Sorry if I didn't pronounce it correctly. But do you still have also those goals of being called up to the national team of Norway in the future? Uh, I don't think that uh, is a uh, uh, possibility for me now. Uh, first of all, you have to think to, uh, you have to play either abroad in in uh, in Europe, or you have to be a really really good national, uh, a good player in the national league. Uh, I don't think anyone Norwegians from the second level will ever play in the national team but who knows maybe uh, next year we will go up and then uh, I still have a few years of uh, a few years left of my uh, career so in maybe in uh, five years time who knows what will happen I uh, I haven't give, given up on the dream but uh, I'm seeing for every year that it's uh, it's getting harder and harder but uh, I won't be disappointed if I don't get a Norwegian national team cap but I, I don't think that's because uh, I don't think that's uh, achievable for me uh, but in football who knows yeah you know you're absolutely right and you said something about it being tough well we know it's tough because if it was easy then everyone would be playing club football but as of so far but for you you've been doing what you got to do I'm sure if someone were to ask you are you living the dream I'm sure you would probably say yes or maybe in Norwegian you'd probably say yeah yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm uh, although my care career is not the not the best, I think I had a a nice uh, nice career so far, uh, and I don't think it's all about uh, getting um, uh, your the biggest uh, names to the clubs to your name or or uh, or uh, earning high salary. I I think uh, for me, football has just been fun. Uh, it's been my living for the last uh, 15 years, but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's not uh, I'm not the highest earning player, but uh, it's it's quite well. Uh, but I, as long as I enjoy football at any level, it's it's fine for me. All right, Eric. I um, just want to thank you for taking the time to join us on Team Melly Talk. It was a pleasure to have you. I really enjoyed. Really enjoyed this interview. I definitely, well, I'm sure all our listeners and my other Iranian friends will love your remark about how Sosha Makani just loves perfume. And here in America, we call it cologne. But either way, thank you for sharing that. Uh, it, was, it was really great to have you with us. Thank you very much. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for calling. Uh, it's a funny story about Sosha Makani where we went to an airport and, uh, and uh, we were getting to the, to the gates and then he just saw a perfume shop. And he just ran off. Oh, perfume! Says Magani, and suddenly he's off, and nobody saw him again until uh, it was five, 
five minutes before the takeoff. So uh, yeah, that, that guy really, really loves perfume. And of course, you know, you mentioned that in airports, so that means those are duty-free goods. So we know, what can I say? Hey, I appreciate this uh, conversation very much, Eric. I learned a lot more. I learned a lot about Soshimakani, but I'm really happy about the extra stuff I learned. Thank you so much, and just want to thank our listeners for tuning in to Team Ellie Talk. We really appreciate the support. Make sure you are following us on Twitter and on Instagram. You know the handle, at Team Ellie Talk. You can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Team Ellie Talk. Make sure you visit our website, teamellietalk.com. We have an updated website with RSS feeds from FIFA covering World Cup qualification to Russia 2018. And make sure you're keeping track of our Instagram feed on our webpage as well. If you want to have the latest up-to-date news regarding the Iranian Pro League and any news involving Iranian footballers, Eric, once again, thank you for joining us. It was great to have you on Team LE Talk. Thank you very much.